0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken the Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend, Dr. Monique is back with us. Oh my God, we always have such a wonderful conversation and not just conversation, I mean like her readings are like so accurate and so helpful. Oh my God, I'm so happy that you're back. And today we're talking about your relationships, positive, challenging and potential are shaped by your ancestors' relationship wounds. So that's a new one. I don't think we've talked about that really before. So part of what we're gonna talk about and learn today is how the ancestral stories of betrayal and abandonment impact your relationships and how to know which ones are affecting your family, how being stuck in a story of the past impacts you and your ancestors, how the science and happiness and ancestral story clearing improve your life and relationships, how ancestral story clearing can guide you to better relationships with your friends, family, coworkers, clients, and community, and how your ancestors' life experiences, wisdom, courage, and resilience can guide you to the loving and meaningful relationships you desire. And of course, how to invite your ancestors into your life for guidance and support. So we'll be doing all that, talking about all that and more. We'll be taking live questions as uh, Dr. Monique connects with your ancestors to learn which stories are impacting your relationships the most. So I'm excited, that's always so much fun. And if you don't know Dr. Monique, she's been on our show many, many times. We absolutely love her. And um, her students affectionately call her the Ancestor Griot. We're going to talk about that. Um, She channels the stories of your ancestors for guidance and generational trauma healing, clearing the path for joyfully living your soul's purpose. So I'm so glad that you're back with us, Dr. Monique. And like I said, we always, I always learn something new. And you always like, when you do the mini readings for people, you're like, oh my God, so spot on. It's amazing. So welcome, welcome, welcome back.
1: Thank you, I'm happy to be here. I always love coming and having conversation with you. We have fun. We do, and
0: it's like it's such, a, it's such an interesting topic for me because we've talked about this before, how I've never really understood the point of it, you know, and all that stuff, right? It's just not how I was raised, right? It's just not anything we ever talked about. But after talking to you many times, having you on the show many, many times, I've learned so much and I just really see the value of working with your ancestors and clearing some of the trauma, et cetera, and the wounds that um, they are holding and that may be impacting you in, in this lifetime, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they're, they had life experiences. They had relationships that failed. They experienced betrayal. They experienced abandonment. All of these stories have been experienced by your ancestors over thousands of years. And those stories and the emotions behind those stories are passed down from generation to generation to generation. And now they're at you. And you may be wondering, you know, why is it that I can't connect with people? Why am I having a hard time attracting clients? Why am I having a hard time filling my program? Why am I struggling with finding a job? Why is it that I've experienced so many divorces or relationships that failed? Or why is it that I have people that betrayed me? And oftentimes, if you've experienced those stories, so have your ancestors. And by you clearing those stories, you create a path for you to have those loving and connected relationships. And you also clear the path for your future generations. And that's the piece that I love too. So when we do this, it's a gift to us It's a gift to the ancestors and it's a gift to the future generations and the current generation so just by you doing some clearing of these stories these karmic stories you actually are helping other family members clear their stories too
0: family members even in this lifetime
1: even in this lifetime
0: Uh
1: absolutely yeah it spreads across and you will even find that as you let's say your family has some stories around betrayal and you've experienced a great deal of betrayal. By clearing that story from your ancestral lineage and releasing it from your own present life, you'll notice that your your family members will start to experience a different way of connecting, not only with you, but with each other and with other people. And sometimes you'll see it right away. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time or sometimes they'll just come to you and say they feel different. You know, they're they're happier or they've discovered a relationship that was greater. They have landed a job in an environment they thrive in or their business is thriving and they're connecting with more clients. There are different ways that it shows up, but it definitely shows up in not only you, but in every family member in your lineage. Wow. I love it. I, I love how, you know,
0: this work can impact so many different generations and different levels, right? And, you know, when we, today we're, like, we're talking about relationships, but relationships is not just about, you know, you and um, your loved ones, like, you know, siblings and, and family, etc. It's not just that. It's your community as well. It's your clients as well. It's your friends and colleagues as well, right? There's uh, so much more involved in relationship than just you know, a soulmate or a husband or kids. You know, because like it's like our relationship with the world,
1: right? Well, our whole life is made up of relationships. Yeah, we're everything that we do is a relationship, and those relationships can be with the people that we're the closest to, the people we're related to. They can be the relationships we have, like you said, with coworkers, with um, clients, with our community and that relationship with yourself yeah. as well. yeah. And yeah. the relationship that you have with the spirit world, with your ancestors, all of those are relationships that we form over a period of time. And those relationships have created stories. And some of those stories are empowering stories that really lift us up and encourage us and make us feel good and inspire us to do just uh, incredible things. And then there's some of those stories that are stories that are not empowering stories, that keep us stuck, that keep us in emotions that are not allowing us to thrive, that are impacting our beliefs about who we are and how we show up in the world and our beliefs about other people. And those stories, we want to release. We wanna let go of those stories, clear them out. And we want to really learn what it is that we need to learn from them, clear them out, release the emotions that are connected to those stories and then really embrace those stories that lift us up and encourage us and make us feel powerful. <laughs> and we do this by working with the ancestors who may have experienced similar stories. If we've experienced some type of a story in our lives that we feel a little bit stuck in or a lot stuck in, stories that when, we come, when they come to mind, we just get really angry or we can feel it in our bodies or we do that, oh, I should have done this, or I should have done that, or I wish I hadn't done this and I shouldn't have allowed that. Those are stories that we're still somewhat stuck in. And if we're stuck in that story, there's an ancestor that's stuck in that story as well. And when we work with that ancestor to help that ancestor release the story, it helps us release the story. Now, this is the the part that is really important. It's not just about healing, It's also about inviting these ancestors to now be a part of our lives, open doors, create opportunities, give us information that will help us excel in our life purpose, giving us guidance and wisdom. That is the part that is so empowering. Clearing the stories, absolutely. But inviting them to be a part of our lives, that's the empowering piece. That's the piece that really moves us forward.
0: And exactly, and that's what's you know, it. This is something that can start to change your life. I, I know I was talking to somebody recently about something that some part of my life was like always like never changing. It didn't feel it to me like it was ever changing. So is uh, so I was like, I asked somebody. It's like, okay, well, I think I think it might be an ancestral thing, you know. So I think it's definitely an ancestral thing, you know, uh, a parent thing, and um, and then they 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 checked, and yeah. The, you know they confirmed it was the ancestors and i was like okay that makes total sense because when I go on back and the few stories that i do have about my family you know I, I i i trace that back it's like okay yeah I can see why or how that could be affecting me now you know it's like that story would can still be affecting me now because it was never clear you know so i was like okay that makes total sense so you know and then and that that was something that was like always stuck nothing worked you know like I've done so many different healing obviously you know I'm a healer myself and so I've done so many different things around it it's like just like nothing is really shifting it nothing is really moving it until I you know got the awareness of you know what about your ancestors what did they do and blah 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 it's like oh that makes total sense (laughs) And then I got it you know and then I think I think now that that has shifted that has cleared you know so i was like okay good good thank you and i'm glad that i got the awareness and i wouldn't have thought of that honestly to be honest if we hadn't had so many of these calls about the ancestors
1: beautiful right yeah that's <laughs> wonderful that's yeah. good yeah and in a lot of times it really is just that awareness that you've tried everything else and all of those things that you tried were helping but you just needed that extra little piece there, the ancestral piece to release. And now those things will really accelerate. All yeah. of the, the, the healings that you did will now make it even more incredible. Yeah,
0: but it's like, it's, it's something we don't think about, right? And you're, and like, sometimes we don't know what the ancestral story is, right? This is like one piece that I did know, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> and there was a big one, right? So it's like, oh my goodness, okay. But a lot of times we don't know the ancestral story. Correct, And that's where working with you comes in handy because you can tap in to those stories, right?
1: Yes. Sometimes we don't know. Maybe people have been adopted and they don't know their family history or, you know, there are families where people just don't talk
2: mm-hmm. about
1: right. the stories that, you know, have occurred within their families and they don't have this information. And it's not necessarily, I mean, one of the ways that you can, you know, almost immediately identify a karmic story is showing up in your family is by looking at what is the pattern that's taking place in your family what are the patterns that are taking place in your life Mm -hmm. you know are there a large number of divorces are there a large number of relationships that have fallen apart you know is there a situation where there's been you know people who have separated due to some other circumstances like you know maybe they went off to war or something like that That's when you can somewhat identify that, okay, this is happening in my life. It keeps repeating. There's probably an ancestral story that's connected to this. And then if you don't have other family members to look at, and you're still a little bit unsure about how, what's happening in your life, then you can basically start to look at history. You know, historically, what happened to the group of people that you came from? You know, where were they located in the world and what was happening historically? And then that will also help. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But when you work, when we work together, I'm able to connect with your ancestors, identify the stories, what the stories are, how they're showing up in your life. And the ancestors will always give empowering spiritual practices, ceremonies, and rituals to help you release that story and to help you have exactly what you are focused on having. And that's part of the process when we do this is we become very clear about, you know, if you're experiencing a problem connecting with people because you've experienced betrayal, what is the opposite of that? What is it that you actually want to experience? Once we clear that story, now you've handed the ancestors what you want to experience and they can come and help you And they'll give you spiritual practices i was um talking to uh one of my clients and she told me that i could share this story and she came to me because she was really struggling in her business she was struggling not because she doesn't know her work she's good at what she does she knows but she was having a problem connecting with the right people for her business and that made her begin to feel that what she had to say and what she was offering wasn't valid, wasn't helpful. She was noticing, you know, sort of crickets when she posted stuff on Facebook. And she was really feeling like maybe I need to just not do this. But I could tell that she really was inspired by the work that she does. And so we had this session, and suddenly her ancestors, this group of powerful women, the ancestors present themselves to me as visions. And then I translate those visions into words. And then they'll share words. If they feel like I'm not getting it right, they'll fill it in. And she had this long line of powerful women that were in these gorgeous dresses that were like doing this power walk up to her. And their advice to her and the and what they wanted her to do was to put on the power dress that was in the back of her closet that she hadn't worn because of the pandemic, put that dress on, which fortunately she still fits, put that dress on to so like two pieces of music, one that she could walk into her office like doing this major power walk and the other for her to just get up and dance throughout the day. And then she was to sit in front of her computer Take a look at the program that she was offering, that she was having a difficulty filling. Take a look at that program, close her eyes, and then visualize that program being carried into the universe, carried to the exact people that she wanted it to go to by angels. The angels delivering this program. She did it. Three days later, she calls me and she says, it's not really working. I'm like, okay, you have to stay with it, just wait. And she said, well, I did get one client. I'm like, okay, so it's working. What if you try it again from the standpoint of this works because you have one client, so you know it works. She goes back, she does it again. She sends me a message and said, join me on Facebook Live as I power walk into the room. I was like, that'll be fun. So we power walked into the room. She did exactly what her ancestors suggested that she do. And four days later, she called me and she said, 10 people have signed up for my program. This program is a $5,000 program. She had 10 people sign up. Wow. That's awesome. And, she said, and then she said, This stuff works. <laughs> <laughs> now, she had been trying to fill that program. And she had tried unsuccessfully four times she launched that program and never had the people come in.
0: Oh my goodness, this wow. time
1: She did no launch with, she, you know, she changed it each time and did a little bit different. But I told her to go back to the one that really felt right to her. What one were you really connected to and what do you want from it? And what's the transformation? Why do you want to do this? You know, what are you offering to your people that come in And so she went back to one of the designs of the program that she felt most connected to, where she had no one sign up. And she went back to that program. She looked at it, she said, this feels right. And that's the one that she asked for support with and would help with. And that is the one that is now full.
3: That's
0: awesome. That's amazing. So, you
1: know, and and that's, you know, that the mentality and the
0: attitude of, instead of saying this doesn't work, I don't know if it works, you know, but saying yes this works and trusting you know trusting in it and taking action at the same time right and not stopping not doubting that's that's a big thing you know it's like and we all know this i mean i mean let's be honest we all know this but this was a, this was a, a recipe for success given to her by her ancestors you know right. specifically right so you know that that is a that was a wonderful message wonderful guidance that you know work for her and trust that you know when you do get messages when you do get guidance to you know honor the ancestors by doing whatever it takes you know so not not doubting right away not being a negative nelly and not you know just staying with it
1: yeah trust the process trust what they're offering you they will never give you a spiritual practice that will put you in harm or danger or cause you to have any adverse effects yeah uh, knowing that, try it. And the, the usually the practices that they give, people really enjoy. I mean, I have one client that was told to make soups. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I've shared that before and she makes yeah. soups. Now she makes soups for a living. <laughs> oh, wow. So wow. I, I, there are just, there are a number of spiritual practices that the ancestors will share that really help you connect with their energy get their support and help you really make that transformation that you're looking for. And that was the part that I talked about where healing and doing the healing work is truly empowering and we need to do that. Mm-hmm. But there are times when they're like, there's no healing here that we want to do. We want to help you get straight to the challenges you're experiencing. And we're going to help you with this transformation. Yeah. And by calling on the ancestors that have experienced these things, so their stories are always very similar or the same as ours, mm-hmm. and when we call upon those ancestors that have experienced something similar or the same thing that we have. They can give us guidance and information that help us get through that situation. And they love they just they love spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and I do too. So it's easy for me to really connect with that part of working with the ancestors. Yeah.
0: I love it. Awesome. I love it. I think it's so fantastic that here's another avenue that you can take another, you know, to try out that, that, you know, it works, you know, so it's not just about trying it out, see if it works, but try it out for yourself to see if this is, you know, um, the modality or the help that you require. Right.
1: Right. Right.
0: So I know that we have lots of questions in the chat. We have people with their hand raised. <laughs>
1: hands raised,
0: hands um, raised. Was there anything else that you wanted to share specifically before we got into questions? Because I know people just want to ask their their stuff. And, yeah, let's just, let's
1: go ahead and go there. And then there may be things that show up that yeah. I can share that, you know, help with, with the information they're requesting. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, um, I'm not going to take everybody's question, but I'm going to try and take as many as we can. Okay, (laughs) because like we could do this for hours. I know, Um, let me see, just see. So, where where were we, Martha? Uh, Also, Suzanne was asking really quickly about, you know, when we're talking about relationships and the healing that that happens and, you know, whatever, clearing that also uh, helps siblings as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Martha, can you tell me what the ancestor story on my mom's side is that, me, that most needs healing? I have felt like her mother of all, the, all these years and know I have a lot of anger and frustration at times. I have pain on my left side as well as a tremor in my left hand, which started a few years ago.
1: Well, anger is definitely one of the karmic stories that shows up when we're having relationship challenges. So anger, betrayal, and abandonment are the top three karmic stories that when people are having relationship issues, challenges, problems, those are usually the three stories that come up from the ancestors. And in your lineage, abandonment is a karmic story that seems to be playing out and it's interesting because that karmic story is showing up in sixth and seventh generation and then in the fourth generation and then there's sort of this skip that takes place where there isn't as much abandonment that is taking place or the energy around it isn't as strong. So in your family lineage there's some abandonment energy that definitely needs to be cleared and that will help with some of the anger issues so i don't know if maybe your mom experienced some form of abandonment or maybe it has shown up a little bit in your life but it's definitely in the sixth and seventh generation and that would be something to work on clearing
0: awesome good thank you and so linda you can unmute. And of course, like I always say, you have to have a specific question, not just what needs to be cleared.
2: Right. Yeah, I know.
0: Uh- <laughs> I'm not saying that just for, I'm saying that for everybody. It's not, it can't be just you know, what needs to be cleared. You know, it's like, hello, what's going on in your life,
2: you know? Right. Okay. So I have my own um, healing um, practice. Actually, I just have one job, but um, I work with a lot of different Uh, mostly family members, not anybody else. Um, But I do something different than any of my ancestors have have done in the past. Um, Like, who did I get that energy from?
0: I'm going to stop. Wait one second. I just want to ask one quick little thing. Linda, so you say you you work with family, right? Yeah. Do they pay you? No. No. So it's not really a business. It's just a hobby.
2: Well, not really, because I do have a job, and that does pay me, and so that is the business, the only Uh business that I'm doing right now, but it's a lot of massage and the oils and different things like that, and as far as I know, none of my ancestors ever had that kind of a background, should I say, so I just want to know where it came from. Mm -hmm.
1: Gotcha, okay father's mother's side, um, eight generations back, you had a ancestor that was uh, like a midwife and you also had an ancestor that, ah, you have an ancestor that was able to do healing with her hands. And she, I mean, you know, she didn't do it necessarily as a business or a profession, of course then but she was one that was able to heal the animals evidently there was some like farm area or something and she was able to heal the the animals and so she worked with animals so you do have on that side definitely and then you also have grandmothers on both sides that go back about four five generations who were also known to do some healing work as well. But, you know, once again, this isn't something that people were outwardly doing, you know, right. and, it, and it wasn't acceptable. So there are members of your family. I mean, if, if you are able to go back even another generation, you might find if people were willing to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> Or maybe it might even, you might even have to go, yeah, you would almost have to go back two generations. There are members of your family that had these gifts, but they weren't recognized, they weren't honored, they weren't valued, and they weren't allowed to use them, Mm -hmm. but they're definitely there. So you do come from a long line of healers, and as you're doing your healing work and working with your family, absolutely call upon those healing ancestors and ask them to work with you and support you with helping your family, you know, particularly if you're working with family members, pulling in the ancestors and those healing ancestors that couldn't use their gifts back then because they weren't allowed. Oh, they would love to work with you now.
2: Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I live on a farm, just so you know. Oh, thank you. Oh
1: my goodness. Okay.
2: (laughs) I do work with animals quite a bit. um, And they love me. They adore me. But thank you. Well, there you go. Awesome. Thank Thank you, Linda.
0: All right. um, We're going to go to Angela. It says, my father passed last October. Drama has opened the floodgates. I'm sure. What guidance do you have for me and what spiritual gifts are my ancestors wanting me to bring forward? I feel there is a message there.
1: There's a lot there. Okay. Let's just see what they want to share with you and one of the things i'll share is oftentimes ancestors that have recently passed are not the ancestors that come through to share this wisdom with you occasionally they will and they will bring information that is helpful but they're working on their own transition right <laughs> they're getting they're getting acclimated to their new their new place of being and so sometimes it takes a little bit more for them to but you have, you definitely have really powerful grandmother energy on your father's side. And these grandmothers were sort of a force and they were required to, because there are a number of them that were left without spouses. And I'm, I'm getting the sense that it was through, um, Maybe war. That this may have happened, um, some type of conflict, some kind type of accident, some type of sudden death type thing, and these ancestors were not um, these these grandmothers were left to kind of be that power in the heads of their families, and so they're saying to you that you are hiding a little bit and you're holding back and not fully being willing to share who you are and what you know. And their suggestion is that you make a list of the, th- of the times where, and start just creating this as the times when you knew something and you didn't really speak up or you had some wisdom to share and for whatever reason you chose not to share it. And what they're wanting you to do now is to just start to acknowledge where you have wisdom and you're not sharing that wisdom and really begin to look at where am I not really fully being seen and allowing yourself to be seen. So start there.
0: And can I just say that that is a great message for everybody? I know there are so many of you who, you know, want to be seen, want to be heard, want to, you know, speak your truth, et cetera, and you're afraid to, or whatever. But, you know, that is a great exercise and practice that we all can do. So please, please also listen to the answers that Dr. Mali gives to other people, because there might be a message in there for you too, that, you know, there's a practice that all, all these practice, most practices, I'm not gonna say all, most practices, are relevant to all of us we can all use them okay so please take that as 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 wisdom information and tool as well okay
1: that you are so right about that in in that anything that i share with one person you can put that practice into play in your life as well
0: just like that power walk you know it is. <laughs> we talked about it before <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so angela hopefully that that helps and gives you some clarity. Where do I find the raise hand button? I don't know if you're on the phone, but I now that you've written in, I will. If I get if I get to you, I'll get to you, but it might be a while. <laughs> There's lots of other people with their hands raised and messages. Um, but yeah, Angela, let me know if that that helps. Okay. Um. All right. So, Pat, do so you want to unmute yourself? And hopefully, it's not going to be the same question.
3: No, okay. I'm, I'm it
0: actually could be a variant, right? Cause you can ask if that is somebody in the past, your ancestors experienced something like this, but go ahead. Sorry.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, I, I'm asking a question about my mother's ancestral lineage. Hmm.
0: Okay. What's the question? Uh, it has to be something specific. What do you want to
3: know? Hmm. I'm dealing with unbalanced energy, you know, as I walk and, uh, Is is that related to it?
1: No, I'm not getting the sense that it is. Okay. But you do have... Mm -hmm. She's cute. She's calling herself your healing granny. Oh. She feels very connected to you, and she started connecting with you like around in your 50s, she started paying attention, really Mm -hmm. paying attention to you. And so her suggestion to you is to invite her to whatever appointments that you have, whatever healing work is going on, you just bring her with you. And she will help to uh, almost like intensify the healing of whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's a medical doctor or, you know, Mm -hmm. any kind of um, any other types of work that's being done, healing work to bring her along.
2: And this is on my mother's side?
1: Yes, this is on your mother's side. She is three generations back.
3: Wow. Okay.
1: And she carries the power of the grandmothers and aunties from four generations. Wow. So just invite her, invite her in to be there with you.
3: Okay, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome.
3: Most grateful. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
3: Yeah, thank you, Pat. Hopefully that helps. Um,
0: All right, we're gonna go to Linda in the chat. And Linda's asking, can you tell me if there is an ancestral story about my sister who projects hate anger and bullies me at family gatherings and my stepfather who is dominating overpowering and perverted. Why is this happening in my life. I love the questions. I do love questions. Yeah.
1: As soon as you were reading that question, there was like this abuse sign that came up, just Mm -hmm. where abuse has occurred throughout the entire lineage. And we're going back many, many generations, and some of it wasn't even considered abuse at the time. One of the, the big parts of the abuse came from women not being able to share their voice, express their feelings and opinions, women not being seen and valued and heard. And that seems to have happened throughout your lineage. And so what what that manifests as is sometimes people who say whatever they want and they have no filters, they have no empathy whatsoever, They just say whatever they're thinking, feeling and, or placing, you know, their anger and hurt onto someone else and they say anything. The other way that sometimes plays out is people don't say anything and they don't really communicate with each other in a way that heals some of the wounds or anger or frustration. And so in your lineage, that story of abuse is really, it's really intense. And, but I don't wanna leave you with just that because in addition to that, you also have ancestors that have overcome that abuse and who are not stuck in that energy. And one of the ways that you can honor them is by just saying to them, thank you for changing the history in our family around abuse, just continuously thanking them. You know, talk to your ancestors like they're with you. And then ask those ancestors, whenever you are, you know, engaging with your sister, engaging with your stepfather, ask those ancestors to come and be sort of a buffer between you and them. So that whatever they're saying, thinking, believing, bounces onto the ancestors and bounces back to them and never even penetrates into you may not even go into your ears. It may not even be experienced, heard, or felt the same way it has been all along. And that's where you can begin. But I definitely would say that doing some work around clearing abuse in your lineage would be very helpful for how you engage with your family members.
0: Wow, awesome, thank you. Um, Lori P. Uh, uh is, that, is this similar to Akashic records? I'm gonna say no. No,
1: yeah, a lot of people <laughs> ask that question. No. It's
0: yeah. Different. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're gonna to go to Suzanne. Uh, you wanna unmute yourself,
3: Suzanne? Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, hi. My question is, where did something start? My great grandfather had twenty-one children. He married the the oldest sister, and after she died, he married the youngest sister of the same family, like a contractual commitment to the family, and the 21 children all lived in a big rambling house, house, and what followed in the descendants of that generation was alcohol abuse and sexual abuse, and I want to know where this started, how far back we've done some things in this generation to put a stop to all of that but some of my siblings didn't make it and uh, one of them is deceased and so I'm really interested in healing seeing what can be done to heal all of that and uh, I want to know where it started and why
1: okay great thank you And interesting that you mentioned that story because I have an ancestor in my family. So over here is our family history book, 10 Years of Research. And one of the stories in there is about an ancestor who married the sister of his deceased wife as well. And they all lived in one space. Um, So that was interesting as you were sharing that. Okay. In your family, there was a great deal of betrayal that took place that goes back six generations and there was betrayal over land and that betrayal over the land created significant losses in the family which then created some levels of Um, poverty, not extreme poverty, but, you know, lack of money, lack of resources, lack of abundance. And for part of that family line, addiction became a problem. Um, There was some abandonment, some abuse that became a problem. For the other side, it became more of a Really, a fear of lack. So, fear became a very big part of that part of the lineage. The great deal of fear, a great deal of um, just poverty thinking. You know, not necessarily experiencing extreme poverty, but poverty thinking, not believing that abundance was available, not believing that there were abundance of honest people, not believing that. They could have, you know, wealth again. And that is pretty much where those stories started. And then there was some healing that was done. And, but there's still some of that lingering piece that hangs around in your family lineage. And there is a grandfather energy on your father's father's side who is really saying to you thank you for working on this thank you to the other ancestors to other living family members for working on this and she is inviting or would like to be invited into your life and one of the ways that I encourage everyone is to create an altar in your home doesn't have to be you may already have one but have an, exactly, there you go. Have an altar in your home. It can be an altar that's just in the corner or it can be some big elaborate. I have four in my house and all of them are smaller altars. And create an altar that invites her to come and support you with completing this healing that needs to take place. And she likes, she likes things that are blue so you can add something blue to your altar. She, I don't know, she's saying bananas, but <laughs> you can put a banana on your altar. Um,
3: I just want to say how much that struck home and, and resonates with me. Um, I can see, we, we traced our generation, seven generations back so I think I can begin to see where some of this or originated and maybe split with two stories and then re-merged again. And I really thank you for what you've said. And I'll, I'll add to my altar. I already have an altar. Oh, so good. I really appreciate it. Thank oh, you so you're much.
1: Welcome. Thank, thank you. You're welcome.
0: Obviously, thank you so much, Suzanne. Awesome. So interesting, right? Um, all right, let me go back up. One second. Linda. No, we did that one. We did that, Linda. <laughs> Suzanne. We did Suzanne. Joy. Um, may I ask for help from my ancestors on how to tap into my power, joy, and right path with ease and grace?
1: So I have, well, okay. So she's asking in the chat because I had a a question that came up, but. (laughs) Your ancestors are saying you need to play more. You're not playing enough, that you're really focusing on everything being so serious. and focusing on outcomes and not really on experiencing the process and incorporate more moments that allow you to laugh, that allow you to connect with people that really lift you up, that you really enjoy. And one of the other things that they're suggesting is that you make an effort every week to connect with One person, you know, and one person you don't know. And I know that, you know, for some people that, you know, that it feels like, oh, that would be kind of hard. Nope. Use technology. You don't have to actually be out, but you want, if there's someone, let's say you're on social media and there's someone that you're like, you know, I've been seeing this person show up in my feed and I find them really interesting. Reach out and send them a message. Invite them to have virtual tea with you. Um and then start to connect with someone that you know, you know, different people that you know, like every week, a different person, but people that you know and you may not be really, really connected with, but you know them and you want to get to know them a little bit better. There, there is a piece in there for you around really making more connections with people, having having deeper relationships and really experiencing a variety of people and then you'll start to see some shifting take place with joy but definitely do that once a week connecting
0: awesome Good. thank you
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh sarita you want to meet yourself
1: yes can you hear me
0: yeah
4: hi dr Monix, and hi. thank you i you know everyone that you answer I will like, I, I am resonated with that and I will try to practice that. My I, question is, I want to know why I choose my parents as my my parents because it seems like they, I totally different from them. I'm the only person that I don't know. Sometimes I feel confused that why why I'm why I'm their, their, their daughter.
1: Mm. And how does that impact you in terms of like your purpose, your joy, your life, your relationships? Because the re-
4: relationship with my family is, it totally like they don't, they don't believe what I, what I do. Okay. And yeah. but I follow my heart, and um. Yeah, and then I, I grown up as a Buddhist and now my consciousness expands and I connect more with you know with other higher self. And I just like wonder why I should this parent what what do I need to learn from there
2: mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. And so, I'm originally from Thailand. I'm born in Thailand when I was a young child mm-hmm. I'm, you know I felt like why I'm here? And I feel like I'm not belong there, mm-hmm. and finally I moved to you uni- to here to United States by myself.
1: Okay. And do you feel this is your place?
4: Yes. Good. When when I'm here, I feel like I'm home.
1: Good. Good. Okay. So you found your place. Let's see what the ancestors have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so you are actually living the life of a combination of ancestors in your family from both sides of your family that all were, are very connected with your work. Very, very connected with your work. And they're they're sort of saying that your parents gave you the foundation in a sense. They gave you Um, they gave you some discipline, you know, being able to really carry forward your, your gifts. They gave you a foundation for you to be able to do what you're doing and have the courage to go outside of what you actually learned. Because it takes courage to do what you did. It takes courage to no longer just practice what you've been taught, but also to you know, really be willing to open up to other ways of looking at things. It takes courage to do that. It takes courage to leave another country and come to a new country where you know absolutely no one and then need to create relationships and connections there and they, whether it feels like they did or not, they actually gave you the foundation for having that courage. They gave you the foundation for being able to look outside of what was the customs, traditions, and rituals of the society in which you were born. And now what you have with you are a collection of ancestors who are all excited because you're doing what they always wanted to do. And they too are your foundation to support you and help you and guide you and give you what you need in order to be successful. And what they're sharing with me is this, you don't have to worry about whether or not people are accepting you. You have to accept yourself and continue to do the work that you're doing and do the work that you've been called to do and everything else falls into place. And the the more you are not focused on whether or not they accept what you're doing and just focus more on just having a relationship. And if, and, and really as you engage with them, if you do step into that saying, I'm fully accepted, I'm fully loved. My ancestors are around me and they are going to help me connect with those who don't understand me well enough. And just invite them to come whenever you're having to engage with your family. But you definitely have, I mean, as you're doing your work, ask those ancestors to come in and support you with your work and watch how your work really starts to take off. And you see some, your, your clients will see some major transformations.
4: You absolutely like, right, Be- because my, I, I can see that my, my, my parents, you know, give me some, some gift that I'm, I, I realize that I become a different person and nobody take that gift away from me mm-hmm. and the courage that my dad, my father, the one who teach me how to, you know, think and do it, you know, that thank you for for that answer that the other the other thing that i want to ask because last couple day i have been really connected with mary magdalene uh-huh. show up uh-huh. and integrate in my body and then um archangel michael uh-huh. comes in and then i sit yesterday fully in my body uh-huh. and i feel really calm really centered a lot of light show up and uh, this morning I had a dream about Mother Earth, but in the different realm that Mother Earth is like a human being. And she show, she show her body to me that she'd been brutally, physically abused. Mm-hmm. And she need help from us. And then when I woke up, I, I start to realize the word of the Rainbow Bridge. That we are the rainbow bridge,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and and I, I would like to um, confirm with you that maybe you can help me to qualify why I dream of Mother Earth mm. and all this being in in my meditation lately.
1: Yeah, I think it is. It really is a part of the expansion of the work that you're doing you are on like the first part of this expansion. So the work you're doing now is the first part of it. And now you're entering into another expansion of your work. And there is something around preserving the earth that is a part of that expansion. And whatever feels right for you, then begin to follow it. And as you're getting messages, start to record those messages. Take those messages down, either, you know, speaking them into a voice recorder or writing them down, start to record them, and then just go back and look at them. And you'll start to see how the pieces start to move together. It's clear that the spirit realm wants to connect with you through dreams. And it will be really important for you to do things that prepare you for your sleep that allow you to get deeper sleep because that's where the connection takes place you know the spirit realm connects with each of us in different ways and for you it's obvious you know just by what you were saying that they really connect with you during your sleeping time and so prepare yourself for that start taking notes but there's definitely the next phase for you and i'm getting that the First is, you know, like the healing work that you're doing. And now you're moving into doing healing on a much larger level, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not just individually, but there's some larger level work that you'll be doing and it has something to do with the earth. And I don't know, I'm not, I'm not sensing that it's necessarily like conservation type work. What I'm getting is it is the people of the earth that you're working with to create a healing on the earth. Beautiful. So I would just yeah go with that. That's thank awesome. You. I love that, Rita. Yeah,
4: thank you. And this is this is um lately because I got a lot of I've been have uh, you know healing class with course with uh, Alala, and she does clearing me a lot, get me prepare. And I appreciate her so much. Oh, thank you.
0: I will, will
4: nice. sign up with you, Dr. Monix. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank Alara.
5: You.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Sarita. And Alara is awesome. You're right. She is.
0: <laughs> thank you. Um, I can be, yes. And other times I can be like, only ask this type of question. Okay, one second. I just want to get to, I want to do just there's so many my goodness and this always happens every time you come on the show right
1: yeah we always have fun lots of questions lots of
0: questions there's so many people that want and now say yeah we're gonna have her back again so you can ask me a question then uh joy we did robin robin says i'm adopted and have no idea what my ancestral story is can you offer me any insights on it it's a bit general but i understand because you know When you're adopted, you just don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the great news for you. When you are adopted, you take, you have your blood lineage, obviously, and there are stories there, but you also take on the energy of your, of the family that adopted you. And that can make some of the stories more intense, but it also means that you have the energy of ancestors who were courageous and powerful and you know who really stood their ground and were heard seen enjoyed loving kind you have double that and then you also have maybe in some cases you may have double some of the lineage um, karmic stories that come up so let's just see if we can Obviously there's, you know, abandonment, but those abandonment stories go back four five and six generations where abandonment was, was pretty big. And when we talk about abandonment, we don't just talk about um, people who are missing or who are gone or who have left. It could be abandonment through death, but it can also be a withholding of love. That's another form of abandonment. Mm-hmm. It could be the person is present but they're not engaging with you. That's a form of abandonment. Turning their back on you, not supporting you is a form of abandonment, it's emotional abandonment. So abandonment can take place in a multitude of ways. And in your family lineage, on your father's actually and your mother's side, there's a history of abandonment that has taken place That wasn't necessarily just physical abandonment. It really was around some of these other forms of abandonment that have taken place. So there's some abandonment energy there. And then there is um, some shame that has taken place. And grief and abuse. Those are the main karmic stories that are showing up you have a there's like a young child that is an ancestor left the the earth early and this particular young child has been connecting with you and is now ready to connect with you on a much deeper level to help you to experience deeper connected relationships because oftentimes when people have abandonment energy within their family lineage, connection becomes a little bit challenging. And so this young ancestor wants to really connect with you and creating an altar that has things that are sort of a representation of young people Um, she was about 13, 14. So anything that you can place on your altar that sort of represents that age group will invite her in to support you with having more connected experiences. And she's also working with you to heal any wounds that you may have around not feeling like you completely fit in. She's saying that there's some times when you just felt like you just weren't, you just didn't fit in. And she's wanting to support you and help you with that.
0: Awesome, thank you. Um, Okay, so Angela, somebody other, (laughs) she said, where do I find the raise hand button? (laughs) It's like (laughs) Angela Monique, sorry. Angela Monique, you wanna unmute yourself? hopefully you can do that because i i can't do that <laughs> hello hi um i did
6: put a message in oh, i did you? i'm online, but i cannot i've looked all over i can't find that raise hand button anyway <laughs> that's <technically laughs> no okay so i thought as ancestors go i'm reading my message i only briefly knew my mother's grandmother it's not easy for me to imagine my ancestors let alone ask for help from them And I think I've been blaming them for the suffering that has continued through my life. And then I've spent 35 years practically trying to shift and clear and change and all the like depression, alcoholism, codependence, poverty, consciousness, abandonment, blah, blah. You know, there's just a lot that, Mm -hmm. and and my role has been, I feel like I decided when I had my first daughter, it ends with me. I'm not letting her continue in this kind of life where that's just go downhill. Yeah. So I I just haven't been able to even when I saw this show, I went, I need to be on there because I can't even, it's so hard for me to to imagine connecting with my ancestors.
0: You sound like me when I first, you sound like me, Angela, Monique, when I first started uh, talking to Dr. Monique back in the day. Like, I, I don't even know how. I, I wouldn't even know why. I wouldn't. I, I, just couldn't get it until now. Of course, now I get it. But so, so, Dr. Monique, what, what, what's coming up for you for Angela?
1: Right. What is coming up is, yes, there are all those stories that you mentioned. There's a little bit of of, I mean, we all have all of the stories in our lineage. Some are just, you know, stronger and deeper than others. And you have all of the stories and like a little bit of all the stories. And so they've created lots of conflict, confusion, and challenge within your family lineage and within your life. However, along with that is you have these, um, it's like these, these aunts that are saying, okay, that happened. Now we're going to help you change that. We're going to help you shift that. And they want to acknowledge you for saying you're not letting that continue in your family. And you have, once you said that, they started lining up. Once you started doing that, they really started lining up, working with you to support you with, um, with clearing these stories. And one of the ways for you to start to clear them is to select one and ask this group of aunties to support you with clearing that story. So whatever that story is, let's say Um, Poverty is a story. What you wanna do is write down what your story is about poverty and what you want different from that. And then ask those ancestors to help make that shift for you. And that will kind of get you started, but there is some deeper work that we could do that would accelerate that and would really help you clear these stories. And I would love to support you with doing that because you're right. You don't want to continue those stories, but you're the one in the family that actually is being selected to be the family healer. And what that means is it doesn't mean that you have to go and heal your, all of your family members. It means that as you do this work, it clears it up for current and future generations on an even more intense level than it would if they weren't selecting you. So they're selecting you because they feel the most connected to you and want to work with you to clear these stories. Yeah, powerful. You you have a powerful place.
6: Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I have known this as my role. It's just been that. Well, it sounds like a victim story, but it's like there hasn't been support, and then as I go back. From and and do my own personal healing and i am aware of epigenetics and and i do healing work with others with moving more from body work into sound Mm -hmm. tuning forks um i i feel like this is what i'm supposed to be doing but it's not always maybe so fun and like with joy you said, I need to be, she needs to be having more fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's what I need to.
1: Yeah, I think it, it, it is a little bit heavy right now. The yeah. Energy around this is, it does feel a little bit heavy. That was one of the reasons why I was saying, I would really like to work with you because, you know, even doing a couple of sessions, we would be able to really lighten some of this and give you some tools that you can start to do this work on a deeper level um, for you and for your family and really embrace those ancestors that are healed happy and whole you know i know one of the questions that that i just saw pop up was so you don't do story you don't do clearing you just share the stories no i actually do the clearing too It is a little, it takes a little bit longer than, you know, here on this call. So I'm giving you tools that help start with the clearing, spiritual practices, ideas, information, stories, understanding where these things come from. And then if we work together, that's where we can do the deeper clearing. And I think for you, there are a couple of stories that are sort of the main stories that we would wanna clear and then bring in these ancestors to help you with the rest of the stories.
6: Like core, core issues or like the kingpin kind of things? <laughs>
1: Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes. All right. All of the stories relate to one another. And if somebody is experiencing poverty, oftentimes what I see is addiction will show up, um, some fear, some shame. If they're experiencing abandonment, there's usually some betrayal energy that shows up. So all of these, Karmic stories have a connection to each other. Mm-hmm. But when we clear, when we begin to clear the ones that are the most impactful in your life and in your family lineage, that will help to start the healing for the other ones as well.
6: Yeah, I just, well, I, I won't go on. I have a whole bunch more, but I, I will get in touch with you.
0: <laughs> and I was going to say, like, um, yeah, we have to, time get to go. <laughs> going. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Alora. Yeah, thank you, Angela. Um, oops, one second. All right. So um, because we were talking just really briefly about how people can work with you, let's just take a few minutes and talk about the special offer, the package that you have available for us this time around. So for those of you, um, let's see, the... On the live page, it says alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique 3 is the link. So hold on, I'm going to type in the chat as well. So there's two packages available, right? Yes. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Monique, you want to talk about it?
1: Sure. So there's two packages available. Package A is a two month program in the Ancestor Wisdom School. And the Ancestor Wisdom School is where we clear these karmic stories and in may we're i mean excuse me in april we're focusing on betrayal and in may we're focusing on abandonment betrayal and the and abandonment are the top two stories that for most people have some impact on every aspect of our lives but most specifically on our relationships and that's why i picked those two you will get a guest membership to come and work with us in the ancestor wisdom school And what that includes is two two ancestral story clearing, group healing and clearing circles that we have per month. And in those circles, we do some deep, what I call uprooting emotions and uprooting these stories and clearing these stories out. And then we have a session where you get to ask a question similar to here, but we do a deeper clearing. And in that session, we do ancestral clearing of those stories and the ancestors who are stuck in those stories. We do. Uh, we you get information about different spiritual practices that you can share based on you know where you feel you're stuck or where you feel like you'd like to move to next. And everyone in the group gets an opportunity to ask a question, and so everyone gets a healing. And the beauty of this group session is that you get to hear some of the other spiritual practices and you get to experience the clearing for one person will help clear that karmic story even deeper for you. And that's what I love about the, the group sessions. So there's two group sessions and you'll also receive the honoring your ancestors ebook which is a ebook that helps you create an alter that welcomes the ancestors into your life and helps with the continued healing and bringing in their wisdom and guidance and support to help you with any project or anything that you have in your going on in your life. And in this particular, you know, with betrayal and abandonment, we're focusing on relationships. You can create altars that help you bring more deeply connected loving powerful relationships and if you're looking for that special one that too so that's what the book will help you do and then you get an ancestral story clearing forgiveness healing prayer with a guided meditation and in that what that does is it helps us to forgive the ancestors that may have experienced betrayal and abandonment or who may have been the ones that created the betrayal or the abandonment that was experienced. That starts the energy of releasing these karmic stories from your lineage. And then there's a guided meditation with it that allows you to connect with the ancestors and it supports you and helps you begin to connect with the ancestors on your own because ultimately that's what I want to support you with being able to do is connect with the ancestors on your own. And then in between, the sessions you'll receive additional guidance and support um, you'll receive sometimes you'll I'll record an audio meditation because I'm inspired by the ancestors so you'll receive different information that will support you and if you decide to sign up within the next 72 hours you'll also get the uprooting anger workshop I did a workshop on uprooting anger and there is also included in there is some information about clearing abuse. So you'll receive a previously recorded ancestral story clearing group session on clearing abuse and anger. And so you have to register by March 27th to receive your bonus and the investment for that program is $247 and that includes four sessions, group sessions, and all of the other items that I mentioned there. And then if you decide that you really want a more accelerated approach where you really want to dig deep and really clear these stories, all of the stories out that are related to betrayal and abandonment, then you can sign up for two private ancestral story clearing sessions with me along with Package A, which is your two month program. You can receive two sessions with me they're 45 minutes each i recorded each session once again you still get the membership in the ancestor wisdom school you get the honoring the ancestors book the forgiveness and healing meditation the private support and if you act now you also get the poverty story and clearing audio and the uprooting emotions of anchor workshop and that is 497 dollars And believe me, that is where even deeper transformation takes place. Both of these programs will help you clear these stories. Both of these programs create a really powerful transformation. And you'll definitely notice a shift that's taking place as a result of one of these programs or both of the programs. So that's it
0: awesome thank you thank you thank you and there's a lot there actually you know when you when you are speaking about the packages there's a lot that you actually receive it doesn't really show that well i think on the page but as you're speaking about it you actually receive quite a bit of of healing of group work of processes of mp3s um just so you can really start to get more of the stuff cleared leo's <laughs> <Mio's> like <laughs> i want to i want i have something to say um, so thank you, Monique. And again, that is available at alar.at 4 slash show for slash Monique three. I don't know sometimes it may not take you right there, but try again. And I also put in Dr. Monique's specific site uh, website as well. drmonique.com. story clearing special. Okay. What if we just want a private session?
1: <laughs> if you just want a private session, then send me a message and we'll take a look at that. There you go. What I I would, one of the reasons why I would encourage the whole program is that it takes you on a deeper clearing, but definitely two sessions is definitely where you'll really experience that transformation at a deeper level. One session starts the process, two sessions helps us really complete the process. Mm
0: -hmm. Good, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. The prices are in U S dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just take a few deep breaths, Linda. It's okay. Focus on the bottom of your feet. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So, um, do you want to take one or two more quick questions? Sure. I don't know. They're never quick. So I, was like, <laughs> I always say, <laughs> "Want to take a quick question. Um, I know that, um, say, Faye has her hand raised and I'm not going to read what you wrote in the chat Faye because I know there were two pieces to it, three pieces to it. So you want to un- unmute yourself? That would be great.
3: Okay. Hi, how are you? Okay, so
0: I was
7: really just writing, I mean there's several things and I guess- Yeah, pick one. Yeah, so um, just <laughs> like close relationships. I feel like there's a lot of um, different control. I don't know if it's coming from anxiety. Um, or just stress around like holiday times or just um, uh, you know where I guess a lot is take it, it has to happen to make it happen so I'm just wondering what's like either the marital relationships like I see it in different sides of the family and also like ch- parent child
1: okay so you're are you saying that there's some <clears throat> You're finding that is there, I mean, what, which one of the Carby stories do you think might be impacting your family is kind of what I'm getting abandonment, betrayal, abuse, any of those?
7: Um, I think it's something probably more to do with um, either self-worth or recognition or just, um, you know, trying to feel um, safe maybe. And I guess everything else, the anxiety or just The other parts that come up maybe are coming off of that.
0: Okay.
1: So on your father's 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 side, the grandfather that comes forward is saying it's abandonment. And what abandonment often creates is anxiety as well and fear of the unknown. And he's saying that there was prior, he he did some shifting of it, but prior to that, there was a great deal of abandonment that took place in the family lineage. And that abandonment has caused you to, it's caused many of the family members to to have, uh, you know, some anxiety and fear. It's very interesting. Fear of rejection, fear of not being accepted, um, which often leads to the fear of not being able to be fully authentic, be yourself, live your purpose, kind of thing.
7: Yeah, that resonates a lot, actually. Um, and is there any um, just clarity with that to, to, I guess, try to cut through that. Cause I feel like there's just so much energetic. Um, I, I'm, I'm feeling like it's not just me. It's just so much stuff. And I don't know if I was chosen or if just I can do some of it, but I feel like I'm, I'm trying to break through so many um, just um, heavy, um, just a lot of heavy work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that I love about this work with the ancestors is that you know, I talk about these karmic stories and they're heavy, you know, when you hear the word abandonment or betrayal and, you know, all of that is very, very heavy. When we do the work together, though, what you'll find is there's this lightness about it. There's this actual fun and joy because these spiritual practices that they give are usually really fun. You know, this it's usually something different and it really does work and it really does help. And... Yeah. So today, what we're doing is just kind of doing more of an introduction to the, to the ancestors, an introduction to the stories and understanding where the stories came from, and just a few light ideas of things that you can do to get started. When we work together in the Ancestor Wisdom School or individually, we take this, we take this much, much deeper where we really connect with sometimes more than one, maybe two or three ancestors that are providing us with information about stories that need to be cleared and we clear them. In your particular case, this, the abandonment story is one that we definitely would want to clear. And there's also a sense of grief that is showing up in your family lineage on your mother's side, where there was significant losses that took place, not just loss of life, but loss of property, loss of opportunity. Um, Loss of jobs loss of homes loss of land, so there was a significant amount of loss that took place and that loss can create some real deep challenges as well and, but in that there's also like there's these you have like this beautiful circle of healing ancestors. um. There's these these healing ancestors that are really wanting to work with you and they're wanting to be brought into your life and your space. And they they love candlelight. They love fire. They're like fiery. They love fire. So lighting a candle and inviting them in would be the first step into bringing them in. They really want to... Like come into your home environment and begin to um, really lighten the energy that's there. They're also telling me that one of the other things that could be done is cutting cords, which is part of what we do in the program as well, but cutting some cords that are connected to some people and experiences that are not setting you up for having the kind of joy that you want to have. But the first step is to light the candle. And they're saying to write a letter to your ancestors, forgiving them for the abandonment that took place within your lineage. And then they want you to write a letter of, you know, taking one part of your life and write a letter to them about what you need help with. And then place that on the altar, light a candle, and they are wanting to communicate with you through your dreams. So being sure that when you go to bed at night that you don't have a bunch of, you know, like the TV on, music on, that kind of thing. Really get a good night's sleep. Go to bed, you know, really get some sleep. Turn any type of devices off about a half an hour before you go to bed, write just a few things that you're grateful for, write down a question that you may have for them and then go to sleep. When you wake up in the morning, record anything that's on your mind. It doesn't matter if it's um, this crazy lady told me to do this exercise and I'm not getting anything, write that down, whatever's in your head. Continue doing that for eight days and that's creating a deeper connection with you and your ancestors so that's the first that's something to get you started
7: thank you so much that actually talked a lot to me especially since I feel like my energy is really light and joy and it's been so hard to get that so I feel like with you saying that they want to come in and lighten my house and my family like I feel like I've been trying to do that but it feels so heavy Yeah. I feel like I'm struggling with just just holding down the plate in so many areas. And like just recently I've been trying to like just clear away like what's not priority and just lighten it. But what you're saying um, is is and and the thing about fire, I remember my grandmother having a dream about fire. So Mm. um like so that that makes sense too. And um and I, you know, I I actually recently have had like two two different ancestors that I felt like I want to do something in their memory and I started to put away, you know, stuff, little, little things, but like, you know, to do something in the world. And I'm wondering if that's maybe a little bit reaching back and saying like, you know, like maybe you, you've stretched out and we want to stretch back. Awesome. That's great.
1: Well, one of the other quick things that I would say is one of the, the first ways, the best ways, the most beautiful ways to honor them is by creating an altar.
0: And I was just going to ask you about that too, because somebody had asked that question, um, and that you know, and that's that's something we wanted to share. So I'm glad you mentioned that face. So thank you. So we'll thank you, Alara. We'll do that in just a minute. Thank you. Good.
7: Okay. Thank Thank you so much. I, I'm wondering if, like, I've had a lot of sighing. If that's also connected to this, like, just sighing, like, throughout my, you know, lot a lot of years.
0: Hmm. Could be.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You definitely wanna work with Dr. Monique if you can. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Monique. Thank you, Alara, I appreciate mm-hmm. this. You're welcome, thank you. All right, so uh, we do wanna talk about the altar really quickly, but I just want to take uh, Tanvir's quick fun, uh, quick question as well. Tanvir, you wanna unmute yourself? And then we'll talk about the altar, okay? Hello?
3: Hello, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Hi.
3: Hi, Dr. Monique, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Very fine, thank you. Uh, Dr. Monique, I have a issue around mother mother own, a covert narcissist mother, uh, where I feel uh, victim, unsafe, being used. Um, what is the karmic story? How can I let it go? Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel appreciated, loved, um, like it's not okay to be appreciated and loud belonging issue.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is some deep abuse that is on your maternal side of the family. Um, a number of abuse stories where women weren't valued, appreciated, women didn't get to share their voice, women weren't heard. Um, and then you have this grandfather energy or grandfather actually many generations back who was one that believed in the power of women who absolutely listened to women and wanted to receive their input and um really even with his own mother with his sisters with his wife with his daughters he was one that did listen and he he really couldn't understand why all of the other family members just didn't get it. But he was really kind of abandoned because he was seen as not being manly enough and not taking control and not being, you know, um, masculine because of his stance and his role and his opinions. And so what that created, is sort of a conflict with, in the family, some betrayal energy, like I said, abandonment energy, some abuse, um, some shame and grief took place as well. The, the, uh, you have like a godmother is what she's calling herself. Um, on your mother's side who was the godmother to a number of members of your family lineage and what she's sharing with me is that um, being patient will be of importance for the healing to take place with you and your mom and to do your best to try to see through this pain, of course, try to understand that your mother is your mother, but she's also a woman with pain, with experiences, with hurt and with all of, you know, some some of the experiences that we all have and that she never really learned how to deal with them. She never learned how to handle them. And so therefore, they now all just kind of flow out of her. That doesn't excuse it. That, that doesn't mean that you that you have to be okay with the behavior. It just means to understand it a little bit more would be helpful. And mm-hmm. this godmother is saying that she would love to come and create a healing for you that no longer allows, how your mother or anyone in your family that exhibits this behavior that limits how it impacts you, that helps you and keeps you from experiencing the pain from it. And this godmother loved gold. So anything gold that you can place on your altar. Mm -hmm. She loved writing paper, Mm -hmm. so if you find some pretty paper that you can place on your altar that would be good Um, and she she really loved like bright red so it's like bright reds and gold were -hmm. colors that she really embraced Mm -hmm. and she said by adding those things to the altar then you're basically saying to her Yes, please come, please support me, please help me, please help put a buffer between me and the members of my family that create that say things or do things that are painful and hurtful. Mm-hmm. And okay. she will definitely begin to do that, and then we definitely could do more um, deeper work around this, obviously, but that will show sure. hard. That would be a start for you. Absolutely.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, the other thing I want to is uh, wearing red or wearing the gold. Uh, will that also help?
1: Yes, it will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. wear it. You can. Another thing that I always um, say too is. If you are a meditator and the ancestors give you some colors that they you know feel will invite them in, you can actually get a blanket or a prayer mat or a shawl that you can wear or sit on with those colors. And when you go into meditation, that's also a sign to them that they're invited to share wisdom with you in your meditation.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Thank great. You. Thank you, Sanvir. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank that you, was great. Lara. Thank you, Dr. Money. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you. All right. We're, we're, we're going to take one more quick question from Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia, you want to unmute
3: yourself?
0: Cynthia. Yay. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, Cynthia.
5: So uh, really, um, I just want to know what ancestor can help me with financial struggles. I'm very, um, I'm very um, much rooted in gratitude and um, the belief of abundance, but something is holding
1: back. Yes. Yes. Um, in your family lineage, on your father's, father's side there was some addiction that led to shame that led to poverty and so there's some addiction and this addiction was not necessarily a chemical addiction this was um well it's addiction to sex Oh,
0: that's
5: what i was I'm getting not- too i was
1: getting that too
5: <laughs> oh my gosh and i'm not surprised <laughs> okay. oh my yeah. goodness
1: yeah and and that led to you know the shame that led to abandonment issues because of course you know there was some abandonment that took place when people walked away and it created you know some poverty and it created fear So it it was the foundation of a number of karmic stories. Now, the interesting thing is, is that you also have like this, we all do, we have this financial abundance team. And in your family lineage, on your father's mother's side, there was a great deal of financial success that took place. Mm -hmm. And these ancestors, um, There was like a family that was very successful. And when the parents eventually passed away, half of the family went on with the family business and created lots of wealth. And the other part really kind of wanted nothing to do with it and experienced um, not necessarily poverty, but they didn't have this real affluent lifestyle. You know, they didn't have this real lifestyle. They were happy. They were happy. They were um, connected and just, you know, lived in everyday life. Whereas those that had the wealth, some of them were very happy and joyful and giving and kind. And then there was that group that just held on to that money and used it for power and greed and All of those things. So that group is the group that we would be doing some healing work with. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, you can embrace that group that really shared and gave and embraced those that lived a comfortable lifestyle, weren't necessarily, you know, extremely wealthy, but they were comfortable and happy. Embrace that group. And What they're saying is for you to, do you do energy blessings um, with with the money that you receive?
5: I have not, no, so, okay.
1: This is one that I recommend for everybody. Every penny that flows into your life, whether it's a gift or earned, whether it's in a bank account or in the form of a physical dollar bill, ask that that money be a blessing to every person that touches it and experiences Mm. it. Mm. Ask that every time that money is touched, that Mm. it grows so that it can bless even more people. Mm. Mm. And really, every penny that goes out and every penny that comes in, you want to say a blessing about it. Nice. Great. And that actually will help to increase for you the number and the, um, kind of the energy of this abundance team that you have. Okay. In your mm-hmm. family lineage that can come through and help you with that. And do you have a business or are you employed?
5: (laughs) I'm partially employed. I'd like a business. Not there yet.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, Definitely consider that because you have really powerful ancestors that have been in business that will definitely step forward and help you create a successful business.
5: Thank you, I get chills. Thank you so much.
1: Include include that, but definitely do the financial um, blessings on the money and that will start the flow to going to coming.
5: Many, many blessings. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Thank
0: you, Cynthia. Great question. And now we have a new ritual to, to use for all of us. So thank you. Yes. Good. All right, so we've talked a little bit about um, the altar here and there. We've talked a little bit about the altar. So you wanna just go, uh, aw, Deb K says, oh my stars, I'm sobbing, shaking all over the financial blessing. Info is exactly what I was supposed to hear in all of this. I had no idea, thank you.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: you're welcome, beautiful. Oh, wow, yeah, great, wonderful. Okay, so the altar, we talked a little bit about it here and there.
1: Yes, the altar, the altar is just um, one of the most beautiful ways that you honor the ancestors. And this is a place where you can you know, place as small as a candle in a photo or just a candle, if you want, in a glass of water to the ancestors. Or you can make it big and elaborate as you want. I have a client that does theme with her daughter. She has a young daughter, and they do theme altars where they will pick a theme and then they will create this altar and they create altars every month. I have clients, and in our program, I help you create an altar that focuses on the particular karma story that we're working on. So each month, your altar changes slightly. Your altar is a work in progress, it's not something that you do that oh okay i did this and now i'm finished you're adding things releasing things your altar can have photos and those photos should be of only deceased ancestors so you don't want to have a group photo where you're in the photo and then you have you know these ants just your deceased ancestors because this is a place where you're honoring them if you don't have photos of your ancestors that's okay if you have names write the names and put them on the altar if you want to include ancestors that are not part of your family lineage, you can. So if you had your mom's best, best friend that you, know, you wanna include on there or a friend of yours that you wanna include, or maybe you are an aspiring author and you wanna include an author who has passed on that really inspires you and their writing inspires you, include those things on your altar. If you today receive specific colors, include those colors on your altar. That's one of the things that we also do in the program is we start to look at what are the colors of the ancestors that want to help you most at this time? What colors do they represent? And then you utilize your your altar all the time. You go to your altar, you know, I always tell people light that candle on the altar. If you can, at least once a day, but definitely once a week. And you go to the altar and you may make an offering. You may have ancestors that love chocolate, bring chocolate to the altar. You may have ancestors that love to play cards, bring a deck of cards and put them on the altar. You may have ancestors that liked a specific food. Ah, cook that food, give a little bite, put it on the altar there are different ways that you can honor the altar. And we talk about that in the program, really how to create this altar that welcomes these ancestors that are best able to support you on your life path and support you with clearing the karmic story that we're focusing on. And once you do that, you'll find that they begin to show up for you even more in your life. So definitely, if you want to know how to connect with them, that's one of the best ways to start.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so much wisdom came through so many uh, practices, right? That were, that were relevant to all of us, you know? So, I mean, I always say this after every call, Dr. Monique, I always say there's so much wisdom here. So many practices. You have to go back and watch or listen to this again and again and again, because there's so much stuff. Um <laughs> No worries, Cynthia. Awesome. Glad, I'm glad that you know you, you enjoyed your reading with Dr. Monique. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, so there's lots of lots of information, lots of wisdom, lots of practices that you can start to use. Um, uh, somebody was asking, Martha was asking about a gene a, gene, a genealogical chart with their pictures on top. Would that be a good thing to put on the altar?
1: You can, absolutely. And you know, I have uh, the book. And then you'll notice that I have over here, there's two figurines. Those figurines have significance and not just figurines that are there. I made those figurines years and years and years ago. Wow. When I did ceramic work. Talented. Thank you. And one of them, the man broke his foot in a move. Mm -hmm. And so I had him in a box and I had his foot all taped up. And I said, one day I'll go and I'll fix it. And I was in meditation and I was connecting with my uncle James, well actually my great uncle who was uh, 99 when he passed away. And I was connecting with him and he said, go get that man out the box, <laughs> like man out the box. And then it hit me the last time I saw uncle James his foot was all bandaged up. Oh That's wow. He so he had it all bandaged up and everything. And Uncle James died, not because of age, but because he refused to use a walker and he fell and broke his hip. And that eventually is what you know, led to his death. Mm-hmm. And he said, get that man out, fix his foot and get to stepping. <laughs> And step more boldly into your purpose and that's why they're sitting up there now so that is just a I mean that's not my main altar but that's just a little altar where the book is a a compilation of stories of my ancestors a number of my ancestors collected over 10 years interviewing different um, family members my mom and my aunt wrote the book And that represents my ancestors. I look at that book every day. I kind of pop one of the stories, think about it, um, connect with that ancestor. And then the others are a reminder to me to keep moving Mm -hmm. and to keep, just keep focused, keep moving. And then also know when to sit down and relax, have a cup of tea.
0: Absolutely. I love it. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So, just really quick question is the foot still bandaged or did you fix it? I fixed it. (laughs) He told me to fix the foot. (laughs) Okay. But it's interesting that he knew about it, right?
1: Yeah, because there was no way he never saw those figurines. He was never here or around when that was done.
0: Yeah. So, they know a lot more than we think they do.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can connect with them for so many small projects, big projects had a plumbing problem, connected with my dad, who Mm -hmm. who had to fix everything, asked him to help me find the right person. He did. Guy came and did the work, gave me his card, and his name was Angel.
0: (laughs) Yes, I remember that story.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, there's just so many ways that you can connect with the ancestors.
0: Yeah, no, it's so, so beautiful, and you're so talented and gifted, and you have a real it was such a wonderful connection with them you know it's it's such a gift you know i mean like if i wanted to work with the ancestors i would go to you that's who i would i mean i don't even know who else i would go to for ancestor work
1: you know (laughs) thank you thank you it's just amazing that's a true honor thank you
0: yeah because you know like you're so clear and the information comes so smoothly and freely and and i know in these calls we just talk about the stories but you actually do so much clearing work and healing work as well when you do like the personal sessions and things like that. So it's not just telling about the stories. That's just one piece of it. There's also the healing and clearing that goes along with it as well. Yeah. Awesome. So good. Thank you. Um, so for those of you who had the chance to get a brief reading with Dr. Monique, awesome. Take a look at the packages that are available at slash show. For slash Monique three, so you can work more deeply with her. For those of you who didn't, I'm so sorry. I say this every time. We'll have Dr. Monique back again, and maybe then you'll get a chance to work with her. And if not, take a look at the packages. I learned that 18 for slash show for slash Monique three. <laughs> I'm just so funny. Um, yeah, and and you know, in, if you didn't get a message go back and listen and or watch to the, watch the show so that there's so much wisdom there. There are so many messages and there's so many practices that you can start to implement today, okay? So help is here for you, even if you didn't get a chance to work with Dr. Monique, okay? So this is obviously, Dr. Monique, you have to come back
1: again. (laughs) I would love to. I always enjoy being here with you. So thank you. And I would love, love, love to come back.
0: Awesome. And she would love, love, love for you to join the membership group and work with her one on one, you know, in in the group work or the one on one session, either way, you know, it would be awesome. Because it, it, go go
1: ahead. Yeah. And I was also going to say if, you know, I know that you keep this up. So if someone were to listen to this later, that doesn't mean they can't take advantage of this, you know, this opportunity and this offer. Yeah. It changes a little bit. But it, you know, it only changes in the karmic stories that we're focusing
0: on. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, we always keep up, keep the packages up for the, until the end of the season and then into the next season, you know, so it's like, you know, so this one, this package will be available until the end of August, really, technically, you know, so it'll be there. It'll be available. Okay. For those of you who didn't get a chance to work with Dr. Monique is there an email address to get in touch if we want a private and how much is it? <laughs>
1: um, well, we need, I would just send me an email and then we can kind of take a look at that because the best way for you to experience a transformation is the pa- are the packages that are there. So I would have to just kind of know a little bit more and then we can decide what that looks like. One session is usually not enough to create the kind of transformation that you're experiencing, particularly if you really are having some challenges around um, around any of these real karmic stories, and you're really feeling stuck and you're feeling heavy and you are really needing some transformation. One session helps, it gets you started, it's great. Two sessions is where I find you know, after doing this work for many, many years, I find two sessions is where we really see a transformation. And then if you want to continue on, we can continue on.
0: Yeah. Um, so there was a question about, can you bring a friend? I don't think the package includes bringing a friend.
1: No, it doesn't include bringing a friend. I have had a situation where I've had a couple that have purchased, um, private sessions with me, and they've come and worked as a couple. And so in that particular situation, if you have a significant other or a business partner that you want to do some work with, then we can do that. But just a guest or, or a friend, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't usually, there's not enough of a relation there that will support you.
0: And I didn't, I didn't see that anywhere on the page, Sarita. And uh, so I don't know, I don't know where you got that, but no, maybe.
1: Oh, I know where, I know, <laughs> it, I know where it came from. It, you're getting a guest membership.
0: Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Yes, yes, that may be where it came from. You're getting a guest membership. The Ancestor Wisdom School is an ongoing program where we focus on one karmic story per month. And the package that you're getting is actually cheaper than and less expensive than the new program that is starting in um, April. In April, everything goes up. The program changes a bit from what it has been, but you're actually getting the special offer because you're here listening to a large show. You're getting a special offer where you'll be able to participate in the Ancestral Wisdom School for two months Mm -hmm. and those two months right now start with betrayal in April and abandonment in May and you are a guest if you decide after that that you want to continue then I could definitely give you the information you'll be able to continue with you know completing the program for other karmic stories as well some people have chosen to stay in the Ancestor Wisdom School for a few months and I have some people that have been in the school for 18 months now. And yeah. they just enjoy the different spiritual practices and find that it helps them because it changes what we work on changes.
0: Yeah, so there is a monthly membership to the Wisdom School. Um, yeah, okay. So cause Tanvir was asking about that. How do you communicate with ancestors? Do you talk to their souls or speak to the dead? Or, or I, I don't know, that's, that's, a, that's a long,
1: yeah, the the short answer of that is the ancestors come through in spirit form and show me the information in physical form. If that makes sense. They they show me. They give me a vision like they did of the woman that you know was you know called to do the power walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw where a number of women in her ancestral lineage that had on these beautiful dresses of bright blues and reds and yellows that were just coming forward to her with a message and and I share it.
3: Yeah. Okay,
0: it isn't on Facebook, is it? Yeah, it is on Facebook. Ancestor Wisdom School.
1: Yes, there is, we do have a group on Facebook. There's an Ancestor Wisdom group on Facebook so you can join that group. You don't have to be a member of the Ancestor Wisdom School anymore for that group.
0: Uh, yeah. Even so it's does, does two different things. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it is. It's not a part of the school anymore. Yeah. Because there were so many people that wanted to join the Facebook group that we created a private group outside of Facebook. So
0: for the yeah. membership. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the membership is not on Facebook. No, no, no. Okay, cool. Okay, everybody. no more questions, otherwise <laughs> <laughs> We'll be here forever. Um, but I'm glad. Thank you. Uh, you know, all great questions, of course. Um, all right. So Dr. Monique, is there anything else you want to share before we go?
1: Yes, just whatever you do, know that your ancestors are always with you and that they're always supporting you and any challenge that you're experiencing, there's always an ancestor in the spirit world that has the solution to that challenge. And you can just ask, just ask. You don't have to know the ancestors. You don't have to know who they are. You don't have to know their story to ask them for support, guidance, and help.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. And that is so empowering, right? That is so empowering to know that we are always supported. I remember somebody saying earlier on, I forget who, I'm sorry, but somebody was saying how they did not feel supported. They didn't feel like they had support. And you know what? We have all felt that at some point in our lives, but the truth is, We are so 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 supported. We are so supported by our ancestors, by our higher self, our our angels and guides, and you know all that kind of stuff. You know, by by our our teams in the higher realms. We are never alone. We are supported by the earth and the earth elementals. I mean, we are so supported. I used to I used to have that story too when I was younger. (laughs) I don't know. I was gonna say younger. Maybe like even. 10 years ago, you know, that, oh my God, I have no support. No, but like, I, I, where is the support? I don't have the support here in the physical realm. I don't have the support. I mean, I did acknowledge I had support in, in spirit and, you know, um, the higher realms, but I couldn't see the support here. And I was like blind to it and I was stuck in that story. And then when I, and then finally it shifted and I realized, oh my God, I'm so supported, so supported. It's like, it's amazing. And now through this whole process with my husband, You know, you all, the whole community on Facebook, here, uh, my whole family, all my friends, it's been like amazing, amazing the amount of support I have. And it's like, I was blown away, blown away. Right. And so, you know, so please, you know, understand that 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 is a story. Yeah, it could be an ancestral wound, but you know, but also really see, start to see and ask the question, okay, you know what, how am I supported universe? Show me. And the universe will start to show you how really supported you are. That's the, I'm, I'm sorry, I keep going on and on, but that really hits home for me because I used to be like that. So I know I get it. I totally get it. But the truth is that's a lie. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to end it there. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> I am <get> passionate <laughs> about that. You know, he's like, I know it, it, it was, it was a lie. It wasn't true
1: at all. Right. So I agree. I agree. It, it, and the other thing too, is this spiritual realm can help you create the physical connection and the physical support that you need as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so much it's like, you know, I have so much fun when you're on the show, Dr. Monique. It's like, I don't do any work. It's like, I just, I just (laughs) listen. I'm like enthralled by the information that comes through, you know? And it's like, it's so wonderful to hear all this information, all the practices, all the rituals, all the, all the stories, you know? And, and yeah, it, it, it again, um, emphasizes the fact that, we're not alone and that we are supported and you know our ancestors we have some good ones we have some bad ones you know we they have that here now too but um they can be supportive as well right so absolutely Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) yes all right well so hopefully that was what you wanted to say too I said thank you so I just I just I just love your work I just love what you do so much you know I just like like I said it's so much fun
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love coming to your show. I love talking to you and you're just such an incredible being and I'm so honored to know you and to be your friend and just to be a part of this show and I am so happy that you are doing better and that your husband's doing better as well. Yes. Of healing energy went to him, and his name was on the healing altar.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I remember, I remember you sending me the message about that. Yes, for sure. Thank you. We definitely
1: <laughs> put him there. We bring the ancestors in for that as well. So right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know, and and that's the thing:
0: the ancestors are not just there to support you with questions about what's going on in my life, but healing as well, and you know whatever contributions you need. Right. <sighs> Dr. Monique, where are you in the U.S.?
1: I am in Northern California in a small town called Benicia, right on the water.
0: Um, nice. Yes, nice. And not to forget that God is rooting and supporting us all the time.
1: Absolutely. All
0: the time.
3: Absolutely. Don't the no,
0: forget there. <laughs> Whatever name you have for God,
1: absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So yes. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We do not forget that.
0: No, I'm so I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful if uh, if it hadn't been for everybody. And you know, God working through all of us, you know, that is the support. If you recognize that just really quickly, that God that energy of God is working through all of us to support each other. And that's for me, that's what I felt when all this stuff happened with Robert is like, that love and support from God was working through all of my family, friends, community, everybody and coming to me. And I was like, it was the greatest gift. Honestly, I I can say that, you know, it was like, it has been the greatest gift and I'm so grateful and so humbled and honored that I have such a wonderful community and support system. It's like, yeah, I can never, I can never say that story anymore about how I'm not supported. It's like, what was I thinking? (laughs) But it was in my head.
1: Yeah. And you probably noticed it even more over the last few months, too.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, 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 so wonderful. So, um.
1: (laughs) And I see that Deb K said that her uh, daughter was in Vallejo. And, yes, that's about Vallejo like, there's one road that separates those two cities.
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice 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 all right everyone so i gotta go because i need to finish up all the stuff see what my husband is doing see what the dog is doing because you know there was stuff going on while we were on this uh on this call so i gotta go check all right so thank you thank you thank you everybody for all of your questions thank you for your support thank you for being here uh just wonderful and thank you dr monique again like always thank you thank you thank you so grateful love to you All right, everyone, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all
3: much love and blessings always. Bye for now.